0: all right take him take it. it's a nice buck take it. heck yeah buddy awesome shot he's going down welcome to the hunt and fish network podcast all right ladies and gents welcome back to another episode of the hunt and fish network podcast I'm your host, Ed Woolley, aka Mr. Muley Tines. And on today's episode number twelve, we've got Dr. Preston Ward from Mountain Physio. How's it going, buddy?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Not too bad, man. Appreciate nice. you hopping on today.
1: Yes, thank you very much for having me on. It'll this will be a good time. I'm excited.
0: Do you uh want to start off by kind of introducing yourself a little bit?
1: Yeah. I've been on a handful of podcasts. Um but yeah, I always introduce myself. Um, so my name's, yeah, like Ed said, Preston Ward. Grew up here in Salt Lake City, uh, currently reside in the Sandy area. And um, I've had my practice mountain physio. We're actually starting in March uh, this year, we're going on five years. So I um, had my practice for five years, specifically geared towards hunters, outdoorsmen, fisher, bow hunters, things like that. A little background about me. I get to work with the USA archery team. So I travel with them uh, doing physical therapy for archers and stuff like that. Last year we went down, we went to Paris for the last World Cup. And so there's um, some talk and potential um, possibilities probably this year actually going to the Olympics and stuff. So that's kind of cool, exciting. That's a really fun adventure to do with those guys and it's got me in touch with a lot of really good archers and bow hunters and stuff so that's pretty pretty fun but married um let's see got a little kid got mules uh dogs all sorts of things do a lot of hunting
0: heck yeah man and you've just started a brand new fitness academy you want to kind of tell us how that came about and what you're going to yeah. be offering there.
1: Yeah, I will. Um, Yeah, that's exciting because mountain physio, like I said, we're going on five years. I was at an archery shop. People um, actually overheard a conversation of individuals talking. This guy saying I'm going to have to, you know, stop hunting or, you know, give up archery or shoot a crossbow or anything like that. And the surgeon's like, you know, he'll never be able to shoot. And so that's when I really started mountain physio. And then even just doing mountain physio and becoming so busy, I realized that there needs to be something else. And there's there's a there's a need for education and there's a need for um, really disseminating like the correct information. And so um, I can I use mountain physio as a platform that way. And then I realized like, hey, we need to be able to get this information out to hunters and really help them prepare and do their physical therapy, do their rehab, do their prehab, do their training because uh, right now you have a lot of, uh, in you know, groups offering exercises and fitness and stuff like that. And so I wanted to do something a little bit different and provide that approach from a doctor to be able to like really guide people's health. And so came up with this idea of creating Mountain Physio Academy. This was two years ago now. So it's been two years in the making and um, just a lot of filming, a lot of creating content and everything and, and what it is. So Mountain Physio Academy, I always tell people this, like it's more than just a fitness app. It's more than just exercise in general. There's a lot of that in it. Um, and I have my kind of take on what, you know, exercises people should be doing. But a lot of this, um, again, this is more than just fitness. It's a healthcare platform, I say. And I say that because within, in general, there's a lot of people that, you know, don't go to the doctor within the hunting industry, will say that don't go to the doctor. They don't like taking medications and stuff like that. And that's all fine and dandy. But having someone with that understanding of diagnoses. uh, So you know, having a healthcare professional that you can trust that understands your sport is very important. And so I created the Academy for that purpose.
0: Yeah, and I think it's pretty cool as I've started kind of going through it, how you're gonna do like the blood test and all that other good stuff. I mean, I I haven't really ever been doing my blood and doing my stuff either. Like you say, yeah. most guys probably don't go to the doctor very often. But seems like if yeah. you want if you want to hunt or be able to go out in the mountains for a while, you need to keep your health in check.
1: Yeah, I think that's what like I've tried to harp on that a lot. I and mean, people, if they follow my social media or anything like that, they'll say you'll they'll hear me say like, and I love I love the term value and i love the term like investing invest so invest in your health right there's a lot of value in that um but i think the most the value like we can have all these hunts that we go on we can have the nicest gear you can have the nicest bow everything else but if you're not in check yourself then what we see is people just obviously aren't able to get onto the mountain and and that's the most important thing and so if people aren't taking the necessary precautions and they're not managing their blood pressure they're not managing their weight they're not managing you know strength and their back pain and knee pain and all those sorts of things that can limit them then ultimately they're probably doing themselves a huge disservice and you know they're neglecting the most important piece of the equation in my opinion um themselves if if they're neglecting themselves and there's no way I'm getting onto the mountain no matter what tag they have no matter what brand new bow or gun or newest whatever they have right
0: yeah yeah I mean I can I can give you an instance I think it was two years ago I was up in the trees archery hunting with one of my clients and for some reason I was on on my knees we were waiting out this bull for a couple hours and I don't know what I did when I got up but I must have tweak my kneecap or something, but it literally took like six, seven months. I, I mean, I didn't even dare walk on it cause it hurt so bad. Yeah. But One of my buddies yeah. told me, they said, Hey, get a Peloton and start biking and it should recover that knee pretty good. And that's exactly what I did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Ed, I think like, even within the healthcare system now, uh, this is exciting. Like surgeons, uh, physical medicine and rehab, PM&R docs, just, uh, you know, physicians in general. I will say 10, 15, 20 years ago, there was a lot less focus on the physical therapy side of things. Now we're seeing like there's such a huge push for getting to a physical therapist, whether you have knee pain like that, back pain, cardiac issues, anything like that, because uh, having a physical therapist go through their assessment uh, and their evaluation is so critical because most things – really get better with just some regular movement and exercise, but it's knowing what's that thing that needs to be done. What are those exercises that need to be done? Is it as simple as jumping on a Peloton bike? Is it as simple as, you know, going for a walk? Maybe some of the cases, or is it a little bit more in depth of like you have this surgery or back surgery and you need to do these specific exercises to target that area. And that's, that's what the Academy is all about. is really educating hunters on the effects of, they're of hunting and taking care of themselves, but how it pertains to hunting situations.
0: So like say a guy in his late fifties comes to you and says, Hey, Dr. Ward, I've got lower back issues. My hip hurts. I mean, that's where this Academy is going to come in where you're going to have him come to your physical therapy building, do an assessment and then say, here's what this program is going to be tailored for.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, That's a a cool part. And so I do a lot of my, the majority of my work is actually virtual. And so we do these virtual consultations. So no matter whether you're in Utah or or no matter where you're at across the country, I have a lot of clients down in New Zealand and really kind of, it's now a global um, business that way. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, But people come to me and they'll say, you know, Hey, I've, you know, get me basically not just in shape, but really help me manage my shoulder pain, help me manage my back pain, anything like that. And so I can do that evaluation. We can do that assessment, that evaluation virtually and give people what they need to be able to, uh, target those issues. Now that's what, again, I say that this is more than just any other fitness program. Uh, there's some other good fitness programs out there, but this adds value to even that fitness program because they can do things like that if they want, or they can do our fitness program. Um, but with every subscription, every individual gets an annual assessment with me. And so they get an annual assessment with the doctor to truly tailor a program to you. So I was at the Hunt Expo when we launched this, and it was pretty cool actually talking to two people on two different occasions. Uh, gentlemen then in their you know, 45, 50-year-old, 55-year um, age range, they want to hunt. Um, one guy, he ended up drawing a sheep tag, came over and um, he, he, he played that game like heads and tails, I guess. Um, if you've seen that be played at all, but, uh, anyways, uh, and he won the sheep tag out of like 2000 people or something like that. And so he came over and he's like, I'm 55. I'm nowhere near near where I need to be to go on the sheep hunt next year. Help me get there. I'm going on a 10 day backpacking trip. That's what this is for. It's all about not just getting you there, but it's all about longevity. So then I was to these two other gentlemen, both had significant cardiac uh issues. Some had multiple stents in their hearts, uh, multiple kind of tears and aortas that were fixed, and ultimately some really life-threatening things. They're in the industry uh hunting, they you know, they're at the expo, they want to partake of it, they want to hunt, but if they go push themselves too hard, then it could really be life or death. And that's what's exciting about this to me, is the ability to give people the program, the exercises, but more than that, like really look at the entire picture and get that evaluation to people, that online consultation to say, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get you there, but we're gonna just take some precautions. And that's what we're not, that's what we're seeing is not happening with a lot of these other programs out there. And so that's where I built Mountain Physio Academy, which is a platform, a
0: healthcare platform for that very reason. Yeah. And I think it's going to be pretty cool. Like me and you were talking on the phone where you're going to actually, after you have guys go through this thing, you're going to actually have a results to show other people saying, Hey, this 50 year old guy had knee problems. We put him through this whole program and he came out, went on a 10 day sheep didn't have any problems.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be really exciting. So another huge part of, um, mountain physio Academy. So you get the online evaluation with every subscription, you get the entire program and all the other perks we can talk about. But one of the other, uh, significant, one of the other factors, um, benefits to it is a algorithm that I've come up with that I call the mountain fit readiness score. And so I am an orthopedic certified specialist, like a board certified specialist in my uh, area of physical therapy. So everything orthopedics. And so with that, I bring that up because I did residency and all these things. So really gathered the data, you know, sifted through all the data to find like, Hey, what's the best thing that we need to be doing? Well, there isn't really any score to say that each hunter needs to have a certain percentage of fitness or anything like that, or readiness. To be able to hunt and so that's what's going to be really exciting about this is we're going to be able to gather data to say that for a person to go on a 10-day sheep hunt they need to be performing at you know x percentage um some guy that's going on a mule deer hunt down you know in arizona maybe they need to be at a x percentage some guy doing a backcountry elk hunt he needs to be at you know this percentage and i think that's going to be what's really cool about this that's again, not been done on any anywhere else in the industry of like gathering that that hard data. And this isn't just like my two cents or my opinion of saying, hey, I want people to do, you know, uh, step ups with a 50 pound pack on. And we'll say, we'll have them do it for five minutes and we'll call it good. Like this is actual data that we have from good randomized trials, good um, peer reviewed journals, systematic reviews, things like that to say, Hey, this is what needs to be tested because we have norms for this stuff. And so that's, that's, to me, that's really exciting. I walk people through a, a 25 point um, uh, basically algorithm call it this mountain fit readiness score. And that gives out a score. So you'll do it, Ed, and it'll pump out a score for you saying, Hey, you are you know 80% or 90% or whatever it is. And then we can really start gathering that data. So next year at the Hunt Expo, I've actually talked to them and I'm going to have another spot speaking. And now I'm excited because I'm going to pull this data and say, you know, out of the you know hundreds of people that did this, uh, we know that people that were successful had a higher score. And I think we're going to see that overall. You, I think you see that in general, the people that are more successful, they put more work into it. They're you know, more fit, they're working on weight loss, BMI, all those, all these different things. Uh, I think you'll, I think we'll see that success increases with the higher percentage that you have, but right now we
0: just don't know. Yeah. That's going to be pretty cool. So on this, on this deal, will you be like offering different supplements or just telling people these are supplements you could take to enhance it? So you're better when you're in the mountains.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There'll be some different, uh, so there's a big a section in this on nutrition on the right amount of right amount of nutrition. Um, again, my, the way that I kind of s- structured this platform is it's very educational. Like if people are analytical and they want to learn, they want to learn what's going to keep them in the mountains. Um, they want to learn what's you know going to improve themselves. And this is definitely that platform for them because you're going to learn about, the macros. You're going to learn about these different things. Uh, you'll get some, you'll get some nutritional plans. You'll get some things like that. You'll learn about supplements. You'll learn about what the why behind why we take things. And I think we see that there's that interest now with people. People want to know why are they, why should I take creatine? You know, why should I take, why shouldn't I be doing an ice bath? Why should I be doing an ice bath? You know, anything like that. So uh, that's all covered in this. So yes.
0: Sweet. What, uh, what's the membership going to cost and kind of go, I guess you can kind of go through what comes with the membership.
1: Yeah, great question. So currently we have a $99, uh, monthly subscription, um, that gets you all the, the, the benefits of the course. So the course itself, uh, when you graduate, so when you complete the course, you get a certificate and you can turn that into a lot of my partner company companies. Um, for added discounts and stuff like that, so um, marsupial gear, Baku, you know, different mountain ops, Sever, Iron Wheel, all those different things have a lot of different people, uh, a lot of my good partners in there, a uh, handful, you know, of others. So there's that benefit. There's the course benefit with every annual subscription. The annual subscription right now is 4.99. Um, so that will be uh, that will be increasing here um shortly what we want to do is get our first 250 subscribers with the first 250 subscribers we're doing a g- huge giveaway over eight thousand dollars like the suaro atc spotter Swaro uh el binoculars um uh, just a bunch of a, a huge you know gift cards of five hundred dollars a thousand dollars um it's over an eight thousand dollar package and so for the first 250 that cost is $499, and then it will go up. That um, We have a lifetime membership um, right now for $1,095, and again, that gets you all these things plus additional visits of physical therapy at a significant uh, decrease in cost. Um, and so that's the added value of that annual, uh, or excuse me, that lifetime membership, I should say. So we got a, a monthly, we got an annual, and we got a lifetime. Um, With the annual and the lifetime, people get that annual assessment um, with me. And so typically with an annual assessment, or excuse me, typically with any assessment, physical therapy visit, it's roughly costs about $250. And so the value for this course of like getting that plus all the course content, plus the benefits from the discounts, plus, you know, the mountain fit readiness score and all these things, like there's thousands and thousands of dollars of my time, of my education put into this course that people are getting.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's like, like you say, if you spend $50,000 on a desert sheep hunt or a doll sheep hunt, I mean, what's spending $500 or a lifetime membership. So you're always, you know, you you know, you're always going to be fit. So in in case you get a discounted hunt thrown your way, you're ready to go.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's all about keeping people, sorry. It's all about keeping people, um, you know, that hunt, you know, ready for the mountain, um, But just having that ability. So I think right now, like, again, there's so much benefit to it as we're drawing bear tags and elk tags and everything else like that, putting in for the draws of like subscribing, getting going on that program, because hunting season is going to be here sooner than we know it.
0: Yeah, it'll be here. Yeah. Every year it kind of goes slow at the first year and then when summer hits and we're scouting, then it just flies by, it seems like.
1: Yep. Yeah, exactly.
0: What about uh you got any hunting stories you want to share with us on here?
1: Oh man, yeah. Um I'll tell you this like so to me hunting I'll I'll tell you a story but to me hunting is I was just talking to my setting up a new bow this year and talking to my nephew thinking like hey what are we going to do? And some of my fondest memories are those memories where you just go on those adventure adventure hunts I'm going to call them where you don't really know like you maybe haven't scouted the area very well or you don't know and you don't know what's going to happen we my nephew drew a Wasatch uh, bowl tag this last year and it was so fun to be up there and find this water like we found spring after spring after spring and we were just living off of like amazing spring water and to me that's like the fun of it I bring that up because um my dad, he drew an awesome, he drew with a Dutton tag last year. Um, shot a super nice ball. I think his blown ended up scoring 376 or something like that. Um beautiful ball. nice huge five-point frame with so as a huge five-point frame had a had a, was a big ball. Um it ended up having a small little six point, but um was a huge ball. Um, anyways he was 69 years old when he drew that. And so a lot of my reasoning for the Academy is like enjoying those moments with your dad, you know, with your grandpa, with your parents, kids, whatever it is, like keeping people doing that for life. That's what really excites me and ins- inspires me. So I think those are maybe some of the hunting stories that I think of. Um, I'll tell you just recently, um, heck, uh, everything from even my, my wife this last year, she won at the hunt expo. She won a Buffalo hunt and she had never hunted at all. And it's kind of funny because I actually drew the sportsman's tag like three or four years ago for Buffalo, uh, which was pretty fun to be able to go hunt Buffalo with my bow. And, um, anyway, so Buffalo have always been super special to me, but my wife, she got to go down on this ranch and hunt and it was her first time. And so it was a little bit different down in New Mexico, but it was still really fun to see her, uh, put the effort into, you know, shooting and being good. And so watching her shoot a still play, you know, how sometimes they'll check you in and make sure that you're shooting your gun properly and everything. And she'd only shot out to hundred yards and, uh, she went out and she was ringing still at 800 yards. And like, they're like, she's like, gosh, this is pretty fun. You know, like, and I'm like, that's so cool to see the confidence build and people's, uh, set as they're doing that. And so that was pretty cool she ended up shooting a buffalo um and then i ended up talking to her like hey so you should have done it with your bow you know And she's like i know i should have and uh it was it could have been done on this ranch um but i'm like so you thinking you're gonna do some hunting and she's like i think i you know i, I maybe tried and or do a little bit more and i'm like good because you got a couple points i've already been putting you in for a couple years we're going <laughs> we're gonna go do some antelope hunting and so uh, just fun stories like that. I think really, and heck if we wanted to, yeah, I don't know, maybe that kind of, that's a little bit different than what I've shared on some of my podcasts.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I don't know, a couple of years ago back when I was drinking soda pop and energy drinks, like crazy dude, I could tell the difference of just this last year since I've quit pop and energy drinks, just the, the wind and how further I could hike without yeah. having to stop. It was crazy, dude. Yeah even the guys that even my clients that have been hunting with me, they're like, man, dude, you're in a lot better shape this year. And I'm like, yeah, I, I said, I quit energy drinks. I quit pop. I said, I quit everything. Cold Turkey. I said, it was wild.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's great. I'll tell you, you can kind of see this deer right here. Um, that's kind of a fun story. I feel like this is how some of my hunts go. Honestly, I'll tell you another quick little hunting story is, um, my brother and I drew a tag. We went out there and it was archery. We um scouting that was crazy. We saw a herd of over like hundred and twenty just bucks. It was a bachelor herd. It was it was insane the amount of numbers. And that's not an exaggeration. Like it was a lot of numbers. It was a, over a hundred. Um, anyways, on this buck right here, we ended up glassing him a couple of times and we made our move into, we were kind of in the desert. We made our move into him. And I remember thinking, um, like I've got to get this buck to stand up. Like, how are my, how am I going to get this buck to stand up? I'm probably only 50 yards from him wind's pretty good. Uh, and so I'm like telling my brother, I'm like, I don't know what we got to do, but just, yeah. So he's like, well, I'm going to do is I'm just going to walk towards him. So he ends up walking towards this deer and bumps them right to me. And I'm like, there's no way this is ever going to work out. Bumps them right to me. And he comes to like 15 yards and I shoot. And I'm like, that's wild that that worked. <laughs> and then uh, fast forward a year later, same thing. We're kind of walking down this face, my brother and I on a OTC tag and getting really dark. And I think the way we were coming down, we were kind of here in the middle of the hill and there were people, uh, the, excuse me, the deer were kind of down in this little swell. And so I think they, we had a huge backdrop of the mountain. So I don't think they could see us, but we were just like walking. And he's like, let's just walk at them. And I'm like, there's no way this is going to work. Like we are out in the middle of the open. Like, so we just start walking towards them. And I just kind of like, Hey, we're far, we're close enough. We're 80 yards, like make it count. He's like, no, let's just keep going. And so we got to to like 50 yards or something like that. And he ended up shooting a buck. And, And sometimes those stories of like, you're just like, this is never going to work. It's never going to work. And it ends up working. So this deer and another deer, so kind of fun.
0: That's pretty cool. I mean, what's the, I get a lot of guys that come into camp and they get cramps. What's the best supplement or vitamin or something that people guys can take in camp. So they're not getting the cramps.
1: Yeah. Great question. Uh, there's potassium that people can take. Um, that can be very helpful. So, Making sure that the electrolytes, making sure that you're, you know, drinking plenty uh, of water. In the academy, there's a specific uh, section on nutrition, and there's a specific section on hydration. I call it pre-hydration. We see a lot of people get these cramps because uh, they're just not drinking enough water either. And so, water really is enough to assist without um, having you cramp and stuff like that, preventing cramps. Um, but electrolytes are also really good. So making sure that if you are dehydrated, you're uh, drinking a lot, a, and then you're getting enough electrolytes, Potassium's really good. Um, and, uh, calcium, vitamin C, those sorts of things can all really help. Um, I'll tell you the biggest thing though, like probably the biggest support in the research is if people are getting a lot of cramps, um, making sure that they're focusing on that specific muscle that cramps. So a lot of times it's the back of the leg, the hamstrings, calves, those sorts of things, like people need to be working those muscles out. They need, and not just working them out, like massaging them and stuff. They need to be strengthening those muscles because the stronger they are, the less likely it seems to be that people cramp. And so um, putting some work in, if people are cramping and they're like, I can always cramp on my hamstrings you got to be a, on a program for 10 weeks, you know, 12 weeks exercising, getting those things stronger prior to hunting. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, just well, probably the last six weeks doing the hip flexors, like I've told you the hip flexor exercises, it's crazy how much more mobility I have. I, I mean, I, before I leaned down to touch my toes, I, I was like two feet away and now I'm almost to where I can grab my toes pretty comfortable.
1: Yeah. 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 So that's all, it's definitely all part of it um is but exactly it's just a matter of putting in the work sooner um with that and then cramping really should happen significantly less uh um but if people do get those charlie horses cramps like exercise them definitely take a lot of you know be hydrated as well um that's cool There in the in the academy there's some specific homework for people to do so not only just exercises and not only the tests but also like uh write down some you know goals and measures and those sorts of things and hydration is one of those of making sure that you're drinking enough water.
0: So how much how I've heard all kinds of answers. What what uh how much water are you supposed to be drinking a day when you're like out there hiking around on the mountain?
1: Yeah that's a great question. There's a there's an equation uh that we use um you heard so the eight by eight rule is 64 ounces. Uh, kind of everyone was like, you know, drink 64 ounces a day. Well, 64 ounces is probably just not enough, especially that, you know, some people weigh 250 pounds and another person weighs 150. So 660, 64 ounces for that other gentleman who weighs 250 is probably just significantly not enough. So the equation, and this is in the academy, this specific equation, it is, uh, 67. So two thirds, um, your body weight in ounces, so 67% um, times your body weight, and then you multiply that whole number by 80%. Now the reason why 80% is they're accounting for about 20% of that um, hydration coming from our food. Uh, And so roughly, what is that for? Um, So that's kind of the equation that we should use. And so it's, it's, it's really actually significantly more than 64 ounces for the average person. It's around, you know, 80, 90 ounces, uh, hundred ounces or so we'll say um uh daily for that. So more than people are drinking.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say when I started and, started looking stuff up, it was saying like a gallon a day, but about a hundred ounces yeah. about all I could pound back every day. And I mean I was seemed like yeah. I was going to the bathroom every like ten times yeah. a day
1: so hundred ounces is probably really good actually for you. Um, there's also called hyponatremia where ultimately your, your blood sodium levels and everything get all out of balance. Um, if you're drinking too much water. And so there's a lot of people like say, you know, drink a gallon a day. And it probably is that depending on how much exercise you're doing and how much, uh, you're, um, exerting yourself. So, They also say it's an extra, and I can't remember the specific stat on this. Um, I think it was like an extra eight ounces, um, for every 15 minutes of vigorous exercise you're doing. So if you think you're hiking vigorously or you're, you know, really trying to catch your breath and stuff like that, hunting or packing or, you know, hauling up salt for cameras or whatever it is, um... If you're doing that vigorously for two, three hours, then you're going to need an additional, well, yeah, two hours. Gosh, you need an additional eight, 16, 32, 64 ounces. So it, it may be closer to that, you know, one gallon mark if you're doing some vigorous exercise and stuff.
0: So um, like like if you're just at the office, I mean, walking, all, walking around all day, I mean, if you get 80, 90 ounces, you should be good.
1: Per person, depending on their body weight. So yes, so your weight, uh, and I'll let you do the math, but your weight times 0.67, multiplied that by 0.80. So that right there is the equation for how much people should be drinking on a daily basis. More than 64 ounces, typically. More than 64 ounces, um, probably less than a, whatever, 140 ounces, um, somewhere around that 80-ounce, 90-ounce mark for most individuals, I'm going to say, 100 ounces, um,
0: yeah. So tell me this, how how hard do you have to be exercising to need like a, an electrolyte supplement to go with it to keep your electrolytes going?
1: That's a great question. Most – really, water is, is usually adequate to um, – to restore balance and stuff like that. If you're eating a balanced and healthy diet with, you know, plenty of vitamins and minerals and stuff. Um, now the problem with that is we exert a lot of effort and stuff. And so people are exerting a lot of, um, effort and, uh, force and everything then supplementing with electrolytes is, can be used what that value is and everything just depends on how vigorous people are working out and stuff. So, um, moderate to vigorous exercise for multiple hours, I would definitely rehydrate with some electrolytes. Um, What that means to every person is a little bit different, um, but ultimately having some form of electrolytes, if you're exerting yourself uh, continuously, and especially if you're exerting yourself um, for multiple days on end, having an electrolyte there can be beneficial to uh, restore some balance there.
0: So like if, you kill an elk in the back country, you're going to definitely want some electrolytes in your pack to get you back going.
1: Yeah, you can do that. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff. I mean, there's, you know, all sorts of different supplements, uh, supplement companies out there. Uh, there's salts and stuff that people can take and everything. Um, it would be good. I mean, especially if you exerted yourself breaking down the animal and you're packing it out and stuff like that. Again, if you're, exhausted all those energy that energy stores over the last few days of backpacking. Uh, you haven't been eating, we'll say as, um, nutritious of food, um, not just, you know, protein, but you're kind of lacking on the fruits and the vegetables where really where a lot of the vitamins come from. Um, so one thing that can actually help as well, and I, I touched on this in the course as well is making sure that taking a multivitamin, So taking a multivitamin and just in general, but taking a multivitamin with you backpacking can be very good to make sure that you're staying up on top of all those vitamins and minerals. Then that we'll say kind of that threshold of where people uh, fall off and need electrolytes is going to be much less. And so now just kind of hydrating typically with uh, water and stuff like that can be enough, but making sure that you're doing, um, so making your take, making sure you're taking a multivitamin and stuff, and if not, then take some electrolytes as you're you know packing out and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. What what the recommended value is is going to be hugely um, diverse just on the amount, just the individual in general, as well as how much uh, how much they've exerted themselves.
0: Heck yeah, yeah. I mean, I found out this last year that. When you get dehydrated, if you just put a little bit of that Redmond salt in your mouth and drink a bunch of water, it'll boost you, boost you back up quite a bit and get rid of that headache.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, there's, um, there's obviously, um, oh gosh, um, elevation sickness and everything that can happen. Um, and when people get are in the back country because of the high elevation, it's interesting. People can get, um, oh, there's something called hunters, something or other that I'm trying to remember, but, uh, they can get, uh, sick that way because of the elevation, because of the lack of oxygen, because of all sorts of things like that, nutrition, uh, hydration and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it can be actually quite, it could actually be kind of quite, uh, devastating really. So, uh, making sure that you're aware of those symptoms in the course I talk about all those symptoms and everything.
0: Yeah, we actually had a guy. I believe he was eighty three or eighty four this year. He came out to our place in Colorado, and by the second day, dude, he was he was so scared that he flew home because he was like, he's like, man, I've never, I've never felt anything like this. And we're like, yeah, better get you back home. Then if if you're not feeling too hot, so yeah. that that's the first time I've ever seen that. But yeah, he yeah, he got where he was pretty dizzy and um, I was trying to hook him up about- with some of those. electric electrolytes that i use and they helped him a little bit but he he's like i better get home get checked out make sure i don't have anything else going on
1: acute acute mountain sickness was the terminology i was thinking of right there that um acute mountain sickness um is a lot of that where you get headaches nausea vomiting you know fatigue all sorts of things like that and um heart palpitations or your heart will then kind of race as well and so that can be again, kind of quite dangerous. Uh, again, I'll kind of harp on it as well. That's the reason why the healthcare platform, the Mountain Physio Academy, is to really educate people on those symptoms because they really can be quite uh, life-threatening. Typically at the elevations that we're hunting at, uh, you won't see that as much, but if you take someone from you know the East Coast and they're coming out here and they're living at eight, 9,000 feet, 10,000 feet, Um, it very well could happen. And so we got to really take that into consideration and take those precautions. And so that's why within the academy, I really go over education specifically. on like, Hey, these are the things you want to look for. This is what you want to do. Uh, this is what you want to drink, eat, all sorts of things like that to make sure that we're focusing more than just fitness, but on the entire health of the, of every hunter.
0: Heck yeah. Is there anything else you want to touch on?
1: Um no, I think that's uh no, I think that's it. Ed, I really appreciate it. I'm excited to have uh you part of it as well. I'm excited to have it's been fun to see the success already. People uh signing up, registering, all sorts of things, subscribing. Like I said, it's um a different approach, but very much the first way of thinking about things like within the healthcare setting for hunters and stuff. And so I'm really excited about it. It's been fun to see the excitement from people and hunters are being like, Oh yeah, I could really use something that's going to help me get mountain ready. That's also going to keep me that way for life. And that's focused on health and stuff. So
0: yeah. Yeah. No, no dude, thank you. I'm excited. Uh, I think, I think it's a cool idea you got going and I think it's going to get, I mean, I, there's a lot of guys that don't take health serious. And like you say, they're not going to be able to get on the mountain for very much longer because other stuff may pop up. So. I think, yeah. I think it's a good idea. And I think there's going to be a lot of guys that get on the Academy and they really like it. Yeah. I mean, so just like you. I, just like I say, when I quit popping energy drinks, I feel <laughs> I told my wife, I'm like, Holy crap. I must've been bouncing off the walls as much. <laughs> I mean, I was, some days I was drinking three energy drinks a day and I mean, I just cut a cold dirt yeah. turkey in one week.
1: Yeah. Did you get headaches after?
0: Oh yeah, dude. I went to my doctor. I'm like, dude, I don't know what's going on, but my head, man, it feels like it's going to blow up. And he's like, well, anything changed in your diet? And I said, yeah, I cut pop, cut energy drinks, all that stuff. And he's like, well, yeah, just imagine your brain thousand milligrams on caffeine. And then all of a sudden you just quit that. It's trying to find some energy and stuff like that. So he said, yeah, keep drinking your water. And he said it, it might take a month, might take a couple of weeks, but It'll, it, yeah. it took about a month before it went away.
1: Yeah. 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 It's not a fun feeling for sure. Yeah. Um, but nice. Yeah. That's all about That's what it's about is keeping people healthy. So
0: we're right on, man. Yeah. If you want to uh, check out his Mountain Physio Academy, do you want to give him the website?
1: Yeah. It's just uh, www.mountainphysioacademy.com. So that's M T N P H Y S I O academy a c a d e m y so mountain physio academy.com um on social media uh instagram facebook mountain underscore physio so mtn underscore physio um let's see i guess tiktok and stuff like that but i'm not on there as much and i can't keep i can't keep up with all those different platforms youtube i got a bunch of got my buffalo hunt on youtube that's pretty cool to see actually a couple other good um uh exercises and things like that um other good videos and so yeah that's the that's the academy there
0: um yeah yeah i mean i tell guys hey man best thing you could do is invest in yourself i'm like stuff costs a little bit of money but it's all you gotta do is give up one coffee a day or one cheeseburger a day and yeah it'll pay pay for itself times ten exactly
1: yeah for the Yeah, for the lifetime, it's really, it's less than a cup of coffee a day. And uh, for a year, and for less than, you know, less than a cup of coffee a day, like you can really elevate your health. And that's what this is about, is elevating your health and investing in your health. Because we all know, like, hunting to me means a lot. It means a lot. Hunting with my dad, my brother, nephews, all sorts of things, family, carrying on these traditions. But if we're not taking care of ourselves, then we're just not going to be able to do that. And we're seeing now people that want to continue to hunt. They want to be, I was just talking to one of our ambassadors and he's like, my goal, Preston, I want to be hunting when I'm 70 years old, not just hunting. I want to be shooting a bull elk with my bow when I'm 70 years old. And that's really, it it is happening right now. Like people are hunting when they're 70 they're bow hunting until they're 70 and 80 and 90 years old. Like, but we got to keep them there. And so that's what we've established.
0: Yeah, no, dude. I think, I think you got a good thing going on. So appreciate you, appreciate you hopping on today, man.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much for having me on. Um, yeah. Check us out.